I'm your host, Nathan Jeffries, and you're listening to the NFL Talk Show. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, we will be talking about some of the news that's been happening. Well, we're going to start off with there being an injury. During one of the practice, is four days ago, the Buccaneers center, Ryan Jensen, was carted off with a knee injury. As of right now, we are not sure of what's going on with his knee, but we're hoping to find out within the next couple of days. Um, Commanders tight end Antonio Gandy Golden is retiring from the NFL. Veteran defensive end Carlos Denab is signing a one-year deal with up to $8 million with the Chiefs. And the Cowboys officially signed USFL MVP wide receiver slash kick returner Kevante Turpin from the New Jersey Generals. Former 49ers and Saints linebacker Kawan Alexander is signing a one-year deal with the New York Jets. The former Colts and Cowboys defensive lineman Antoine Woods is signing a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Finally, after lots of struggle and him wanting to get a contract extension, Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf signs a three-year, $72 million extension that includes $58.2 million guaranteed. The Kyler Murray contract extension. He finally got that contract extension. A five-year, $230.5 million deal with $160 million guaranteed. That will make him the second-highest-paid quarterback with $46.1 million per year. The thing is, is they had a clause where he had to have an hour of independent study. They finally decided, after the media talked crap on him, that they were going to remove that clause. The San Francisco 49ers announced that they were releasing defensive end D. Ford. Honestly, the man, in my opinion, is not very good. Um, there's that. That's, that's just me, though. Veteran defensive lineman Derek Wolf is retiring. Same with Ryan Kerrigan. Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson told reporters two days ago that instead of being called Robbie as R-O-B-B-Y, he's going to be going by R-O-B-B-I-E. Um, the San Francisco 49ers are giving Debo Samuel a new contract, finally. With all the stuff going on with Debo, um, he really needed that contract extension. The 49ers needed to give him this contract extension. Without Debo, I don't see how they really thrive. They don't have the greatest wide receivers besides Brandon Ayuk, who's decent, and Debo Samuel, who of course had a breakout year last year. Anyways, they're giving him a three-year, $71.55 million contract extension, including a $58.1 million guarantee. The Patriots defensive tackle, Devon Godshock, has signed a two-year deal worth up to $20.8 million with 17 0.85 guaranteed. The Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is back on the practice field. Let's hope he can have a great season this year. So, yeah. Colts linebacker Darius Leonard told reporters that instead of going by Darius, he wants to go by his middle name, Sequil. So now he'll be Sequil Leonard. Um, two-time Super Bowl champion wide receiver Danny Amendola 
decided he was going to retire from the NFL, saying, it was better than I could have ever imagined, is what he said about his career. He's ready to pursue various other interests, including having initial talks with broadcasting networks and has multiple relationships with and respect from around the league and is ready for the next challenge. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers decided that they were going to sign Julio Jones on a one-year deal. Honestly, this reminds me of the time when they had signed Randy Moss and how people were saying, oh, he's past his prime, that it was just a waste of money. And, well, he was able to have a good season, or seasons, uh, with the Patriots and Tom Brady. I feel like this will have the same effect with Julio Jones. Honestly, you just need to have him out there majority of the games and have at least half-decent stats for this contract to be a good contract. And I think that could happen. Anyways, John Lynch and Kyle Shannon met this morning with... Uh, five days ago in the morning with Jimmy Garoppolo. And they said that they have moved on to Trey. Let's hope Trey Lance has the same hype he did when the 49ers drafted him. Um, six days ago, Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp looking like Cameron Poe. And finally, former Bengals offensive tackle Riley Reef reached an agreement on a one-year deal worth up to $12.5 million with a $10, with $10 million likely to be earned with the Chicago Bears. Well, anyways, this is it for this segment. We're going to move on to the next segment. Hello and welcome to part two of my podcast. And for this segment, we'll be talking about the top ten tight ends in the NFL. I'm going to start off with number one. That will be Travis Kelsey. We all know why he is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. But he, in my opinion, is number one. The other person that sometimes gets caught up with Travis Kelsey, and they both seem to be just as good. And it will be George Kittle. Y'all know that he is a great tight end, and especially at his blocking game. At number three, we've got Darren Waller, and when he's healthy, he is a top three tight end. And he's one of the fastest tight ends in the NFL. At number four, we've got Mark Andrews, who is also up there within the top three or four. At number five, we've got Kyle Pitts, and I know he's just a rookie, but he showed off, making himself at the number five spot. At number six, we've got Dallas Goddard. And he's been quietly one of the best tight ends in the NFL. At number seven, we've got Dalton Schultz. And he is good tight end. He had a great breakout season this last year. At number eight, we've got TJ Hawkinson. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is 
one of the most reliable tight ends in the NFL. But here's the thing. He's on the Lions, so he sometimes doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. At number nine, we've got Hunter Henry. And he has been a very good tight end, but injuries have since slowed him down since 2016 and 2017. That's why he's only at the number nine spot. At number 10, we've got Pat Freemuth. And he is a very good tight end. He is known for his strength at Penn State. But in his just his first season, he was one of the best. Okay, that's it for this section of this podcast. Hello and welcome to part three of this podcast. We will be talking about the top ten edge rushers. I'm going to start off with number one, TJ Watt. And he needs no introduction since he won DPOY this last year. At number two, we have Miles Garrett. At number three, we've got Cleo Mack. At number four, we have Micah Parsons. I know he was a rookie, but guess what? He had one of the best seasons by a rookie to date. At number five, we've got Joey Bosa. At number six, we've got Max Crosby. And we all know Mad Max is one of the best edge rushers out there. At number seven, we've got Nick Bosa. And you know how good he is. At number eight, we've got Von Miller. And we know how good of an edge rusher he was. He was, yeah, he's getting past his prime. But he still had one of the best seasons last season. At number nine, we've got Chandler Jones. And we all know that he is the strip sack specialist. At number 10, we have Cameron Jordan. And that rounds up the top 10 edge rushers. Well, anyways, that's it for my podcast. Stay tuned next week for another podcast episode.